Slime. What's good? It's Justin Davis. I'm currently chilling and invading the Two Belts podcast. That's right. That's the one you're listening to right now. I'm on it this week, so check it out. Yo, welcome everybody back to episode 127 of the Two Bells Podcast. And thank God you're keeping count because I'm not to be confused with 227, 227 as, which is like two years away. Yeah, I mean, but it, you know, it is what it is. We're officially back on the. Actually, I don't know. Keep it up because, like, I feel like last week it was kind of like low. All right. Or just a little bit. Look at this. Look at this waveform. This shit is thick. Listen. Pause, but <laughs> ain't no pause. We grow men. Um, securing my masculinity. We are officially back, and the voice you just heard invading our podcast is none the one and only Justin Davis. So let's welcome Justin Davis to the show. Clap, Yay. clap, 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 clap. <laughs> Yo, multiple time guest, um, former co host, all this other things. Justin, how have you been? For the, we just did a podcast yesterday. I don't know why we're. <laughs> yeah, but there no, there, we don't have to do pleasantries. You already know, I as everybody probably already knows by now, me and Mills are uh, the anchors of the A Show podcast. Just premiered this week, so that's something that I'm doing. Um, you know, I've just been, I've been, I've been coasting. I've been lamping, man. It's been a pretty good summer. I'm how's how's settling two, in? How's 2017 been treating you thus far? How if you Dude, could if you could say yeah, just you know. I just, I literally just had this conversation. Like, it's, I was like, is 20, was this year a good year? And, I, and, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I, th- I feel like this year was a good year. There were a lot of like, I feel like every, for every down, for every down that there was for the year, it was like, no, I, I turned right back around and I was like, no, no, no. There was like, there was another door that opened immediately. So I, I can't complain about the year. I feel like everything is going swimmingly. Um, I really like this year was a great year. I turned 30. Like it's been a pretty good year this year. Oh, that's pretty good. Yo, one thing I want you to talk about. I don't know if you've talked about it like actively. Um, yeah. You, you you went to backstage on SmackDown. And I don't know if you've talked about that just in general because I think that's fucking awesome for some reason. Oh, and uh, I haven't talked about it at uh, at length. Yeah. Yet. No. Was, yeah. How was that in terms of um, just being on SmackDown? Yeah. Um. I it surreal, absolutely surreal. Um, I think more than anything, you know, I, I like to I like to say about that journey or about that 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 day that to me it was more seeing. I, I went there with Wale, and I was like, to me it was more more gratifying seeing him live out his dream mm-hmm. than than to a point where I didn't even I was it, it was unconscious for me to just be there, but um, you know, because that was such a big moment for him. He had been. He had been banned from the WWE for a while because of because of an incident that happened four years ago, and they you know they they wouldn't let him backstage. They wouldn't let him do anything, you know. So they they just they opened the door for him. The new day, um, they requested him and and they cleared him, which was awesome for them. Shout out to them. And they 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 practically rolled out the red carpet for us. Like we we landed in Arizona. It was it was July fourth. They had a car for us. They put us in the back. They they you know we ate catering with the wrestlers. That's <laughs> nice. so beautiful. You know? Yeah, like, I, you know, I'm walking backstage and, you know, everything that you hear about it is true. Like, if you're a new person that they've never seen before, everyone shakes your hand. Every single person shakes your hand. Everyone says hi. Everyone, you know, it is crazy. 
you know, it's crazy to just see all of that stuff come true. So like we're walking, we see AJ Styles, you know, he's just like, Hey, what's up? What's up, fellas? Shakes all of our hands. Baron Corbin, you know, he was a Wale fan. So he, you know, he, they exchanged pleasantries or whatever. He, I mean, a lot of people backstage love him. They love Wale. So, um, and that just speaks to how good of a person that he is to, to those guys. And, um, I, I, it was just surreal. So like I meet John Cena, um, Dog, I I'm still speechless. You know, Yo, you, still got, speechless. you got like fifty thousand make a wish points. Like they're like like yeah. there are kids that don't only get to meet like one superstar, and you met like a literally a whole roster. That's that's amazing. That's fucking awesome, yes. bro. And, and like, I I really I you know the, like I said, still speechless. Like that that's a dream come true. I'm you know he's like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I, you know, obviously everybody knows that, mm-hmm. but like I I think that it it was. Just a crazy situation. So, like, you know, just to, in case no anyone doesn't know, um, Wally was there to judge the rap battle between the New Day and the Usos. Um, I want to say a week before, which is actually ironic, I had gotten, uh, I got laid off from my marketing job. And so, like... Damn it. Yeah, it was crazy. So, like, this, this, the same day, you know, Wally calls me and says, you know, fuck all of that shit. You know, come, to, come with me to SmackDown. Help me work on this segment. And, you know, forget all about that shit. You, it's a new beginning, you know? And um, so I get the script, you know, a week before. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm looking at a fucking WWE script. Just the way that they write things, the way that they do things. And, and he tells me, he literally tells me, I need you I need you to go over the script. And I need you to tell me what's whack. And I need you to tell them what I should say. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, sure, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You know, no problem. So I, I, I think originally in the script, um, it was a bunch of, I wouldn't say it was whack. I think those writers, the writers there are accustomed to a certain way of writing. Mm-hmm. So when they write for a guest, it's always like, you know, it was a rap battle. So they wanted Wally to rap. And I automatically, I was like, no, he should not rap at all. He will lose them. He'll lose the fans that way. Like, and it, and it shouldn't be these raps, you know. So I said, you know, I want to fight for us to lose that. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want him to rap at all. New Day and the Usos, they agreed. But the funny part about the whole thing is, I'll just skip ahead in the story here, is that, you know, they they do go over the segments and stuff like that. The Usos didn't tell anybody what their raps were. Their raps were at least two to three revisions old. They had Jesus. never changed them. New Day was always changing their raps every revision. Usos kept their raps the same. And they felt that way because they felt like the, the New Day was trying to uh, quote-unquote play them. So everything you heard on that segment that night, we had not heard at all. We'd heard nothing about it. Like the, the page thing, none of that stuff. We all heard that that night when it, when it, when it started. So the reactions by Wale and the fans and, and everyone in the ring was real. Genuine reactions. Jesus Christ. It was Christ. super genuine. So, so like, and, and, I, and, I, and I think the biggest change that I, that, um, that I wanted and I, and I felt like they pushed for it more than, more than anything, originally um, the New Day were supposed to win that rap battle. They were supposed to win, but they were supposed to win off of the, the, the weight of their bars. I felt like their bars were not that good. And I was like, the, you know, the Usos naturally are, they're more scathing. Like, they're, they're bad guys, you know? Yeah. So I was like, if the fans hear this, they're going to cheer the Usos and they will boo the outcome of that if the New Day wins. We have to come up with a different <laughs> way for them to, win, to, to realistically win this. So, um... They came up with the with the you know no touching stipulation, 
And so that's why that happened that way. So, that, you know, a lot of things happen between the, the, the first two hours of or, or within the, the, the last two hours of that. But it came off really well. I was super proud of the way that it looked. I was super proud to have at least been a part of that in some, you know, in some way. And that was, I, I got to say, you know, it's one of the one of the best you know things i've ever done in my life Amazing. you know just just to be on there and then i got to be on a youtube segment on, on smackdown so that was that was awesome. you got the the walk in the smackdown to just bring it walk in it's like oh is yeah, that Wale? yeah i was i was yeah. <laughs> is that Wale in the game <laughs> everyone with us was like they weren't trying to do it and mm-hmm. i was like i was right by the door when they said hey we want to do a social i'm i'm like right at the door i'm like i want to be on this shit so like he, you know, it was it was just really awesome. Man. What a great moment to just like, oh, I got laid off by this job. Oh, suck my dick from the back. Here I am on YouTube on I'm WWE's on television. YouTube, f- writing things on television on the second longest episodic television show in history, and just yeah. like throwing it all in their fucking faces. So you know what? I, Go ahead. It, it was it was a it was a huge huge victory for me, man. Like I, I, I it was it was like like I said, you know how every every I said like every time I had a down. There's always a up that, that just kind of brought me right back up to, you know. I feel that. Right I feel that energy. Speed. Yeah, it, it's, and, and, you know, keeping keeping that positivity, I think, was, was really a, a big thing for me because I wouldn't have been able to do that and I wouldn't have been able to make that segment or help make that segment so magic if I was still, you know, doing what I was doing. Very true. <clears throat> very, very true. Um, Man, what a great year. Like, yeah, no, yes. I've had a great year. I've had a great. Yeah, I've, I've had an amazing year. I've had a good year. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, can't complain. Um, let's see. Let's get let's get into the news this week. I, we could we could talk for hours. I think about just random stuff like, but let's get into the sort of news. Um, do I want to go in order or do I? Let, let's just go in order. Mm-hmm. Um, last Sunday, I guess at the Rolling Loud, um, a Boogie and Lil B got into a confrontation. Oh man, it's one of the most. I guess it's polarizing in a sense. But paint the picture. How did this start? Just paint the picture. The paint the picture. All right, so Lil B let off some tweets and said, hey, you know, I do more for New York than most New York rappers, and all this, some of these New York rappers sound like Future and Dej Loaf. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he really just, like, he painted a target on his forehead. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, so This is what I thought. So then this he is goes, what I thought happened. He goes across the country and... Um, to perform at Rolling Loud, oh, in the, in the same instance, um, a boogie and PNB Rock. I don't know. PNB Rock isn't really from New York. He's but, from Philly. Yeah, but you know, it's a Philly nigga. Sure, yeah. you, 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 a New York affiliate. Um, nah, it's just he wanted to hit somebody. <laughs> yeah, they, that, that's, that's how Philly nigga. Yeah, see, I tell you, son. I tell you, he knows. He knows. That's how um, Philly people they are. They went in and ran up on Lil B, and you know, ever since I think the crowd support has you know, been in favor of Lil B and like, yo, why would they ever do that? Why would they ever do that? I wonder why. And Mm. then everyone's just like, wow, A Boogie's trash. I'm deleting his album from my, you know, iTunes. They are liars. And I'm just like, (laughs) I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm kind of. Niggas still listen to Drowning all the way through. They haven't even deleted. Like, I'm kind of questioning on it because I'm just like. Look at Internet Reacts. How does. How is. How is A Boogie the bad? I mean, yes, bad, violence, terrible. Yes, I, I mean he does look like a baby dinosaur. <laughs> don't I don't advocate violence at all. And yes, baby dinosaur, of course. Um, he looked like Dino from the Flintstones. <laughs> like I said that the first minute I saw him, what he looked oh, like. Oh man, here's my thing. Here's my thing with that. Like, 
talk shit, get hit, okay? Yeah. Thank sorry. you, bro. I was just I'm like, sorry. he's from the Bronx. This is yeah, how it like, goes. That, I'm that's sorry. How people, that's how people are just with anything. You talk about somebody, you say somebody's cat or dog is trash, they want to fight. You right. say that, you know, and I'm not completely justifying the guy getting jumped. I Absolutely. thought that was, a, that was a coward move. It's too much. But... He, the fact that he is a he is above all retaliation because Lil B has been wilding all year. Yes, I'm surprised that uh, I'm surprised that like Post Malone hasn't beat his ass yet or somebody. Like he's been wilding all year. Like on the low. He's, I don't know. I no, stopped yeah, paying like, attention like, to Lil B for a very long. time. When he time. started retweeting little girls' feet, feet pics and shit like that, I think that's when yeah, I stopped. Yeah, like, like he got he got braids in his hair and he looked like an auntie now. It's like. He's still a weird wildin' ass nigga. I don't know. Yeah, he got the he got the Fetty Wap dreads in. And shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, the vibes it's cartel so, extensions. Yeah, it's so crazy, and, and, and that's crazy. Like, I, I don't think he should have been jumped. I, you know, I definitely don't think it should have been violence. But like, you know, you're you're gonna have to back up shit that you say yeah, sometimes, especially in this, in, especially in this industry. I think that it, the the outpouring of of support is just like I just kind of roll my eyes because I'm just like, where the fuck are you guys when he drops? 50 track mixtapes and shit like that like you guys are, are nowhere to be found like you guys are nowhere to be found and now he's like some hip-hop pariah and i'm just like all right guys like i respect what he's done for the game i respect where he's been at i respect what he did but like i'm not the person i'm not necessarily a person that forgot how he like he he, he like firebombed his own career back in 2010 am mm-hmm. i yeah like he like the the i'm gay thing was like that literally that effectively killed it for him right yeah i mean yeah, like there's, I don't know if there's any coming back from trying to explain what I'm gay is and how I'm not actually gay, but this has been the title of my album and and I'm trying to market it this way, but I'm not actually gay, but I'm using, you know, I'm gay as like, hey, this is the album title to draw you in. Am I gay? Yeah, it, and, and no one, it, 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 fucking like internet. it was too... It was too early, I think. It was way too early for that shit. And and not to, you know, love who you want to love, quote Ray J. Like, that, that's not, you know. <laughs> the the next same nigga that, that says danger, she smashed the homie. <laughs> yeah, we really, like, the same nigga know. that said I hit it first. Bro, I mean, that's the Breakfast Club interview. You got to go back and listen to that. <laughs> but, like, you know, like, nothing wrong with him naming it that. But I think he had so much more potential to me back mm-hmm. in 2010 2011 that it's like i hold i hold his influence to a certain year and then it kind of stops for me because i know that without him there'd be no there'd be no rocky there'd be a lot of those people wouldn't be here right now but come on guys you guys don't support this guy ever it, it's internet <laughs> fair weather fanship at its finest when it ta- when yeah. it comes to base god it's all about memes and never really about the music motherfuckers yeah, cannot like- quote songs for you Besides like wonton soup and that's it, and this nigga's got like li- like he's got like whole super songs, yeah. yeah whole super computers full of songs, nigga. <laughs> yeah, he he'll flood your terabyte hard drive like so quickly, I'm a- and and that's my that's my point. It's like not again before anyone comes to my mention threatening to shoot me with a pink gun, like the thing. That First people of say, all, there is no bitch mob. <laughs> exactly, well, there is like no bitch mob. Bunch, it's a bunch of kids off Reddit and shit like that. I'm it's like, a bunch of on, niggas man. that look like spooky black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> like I don't, I don't necessarily take it serious, you know. All of the, all of the they want the people niggas gonna pull up with smoke on, on a boogie and and, and, and <laughs> yeah, I'm like they would have got stomped in the tomato soup. Like right. there's no way that's like that's gonna happen, bro. Oh my god, yo, it's, I'm 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 effectively. I don't know. I'm still confused. I'm wild confused. I'm just like, why are we signed? But you know what? You, I don't know. The best run up, memes, get done up. You know what I'm saying? The best memes yeah. with PMB Rock's like neck becoming a Pez dispenser. Oh, people been wanting to hate like, but PNB Rock is his own slice of problematic. 
Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's, he's out here yeah, dating he's got like his own problem. What? Yeah. Yeah. He's dating a third grader. Um, is some shit yeah. like that? Oh, is he smarter wild. than a fifth grader? Though? Yeah, <laughs> he's not even smarter than his Hermes belt. Um, yeah. Let's see. Next bit of news: It'll be having Justin Timberlake headlining the Super Bowl. And it's been 15, is it 15? I guess it'll be like 15 years. I'm a rock your titties <laughs> yeah. on the stage. Uh, I don't, <laughs> that's funny. Um, are you, all right, first, a Justin Timberlake Super Bowl halftime show. Are you, anybody interested in that? No. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know, he got You can't jams. sell that shit to I'll be me, honest. I'm sorry. He got a couple jams. I might watch it. I'll be honest with you, but. Um, Future and Thug got a flying on an eagle made of leans. And that's the only way I'm watching the halftime show. Um, but, yeah, it's brought up a conversation about Janet Jackson and how we feel like Justin Timberlake has gotten off scot-free from this entire situation. While Janet Jackson was banned from the NFL and banned from any sort of Super Bowl halftime show and gave an apology. And it feels like sort of Justin Timberlake just sort of ran off without giving about anything. And it's just, I don't know, it's just a, it's just a conversation. I, I feel like. Um, I feel like I don't know. Maybe should Janet Jackson show up at the Super Bowl? Like, nah, I don't think she should. Just the way they treated her after that, mm-hmm. I think uh, that that moment, as far as TV and censorship, was was like a watershed moment at that yeah, time. Yeah, it made TV it really kind of, bad for a very long time. Yeah, or at least... TV just got back to what it where where it needed to be after that. You yeah. know, it took years to, to recover from that. I know. Um, NFL has actually come up with a statement saying they didn't ban her, which, you know, this is the NFL saying that. Right. But um, here's my 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 thought on that is, OK, this was 15 years ago. I'm kind of over it. I mean, we've talked about it to death. I think this just is another it's another pile on top of all of the problematic bullshit going on with the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. I think the halftime show is the least of their problems, especially considering like today, like one of their owners came out and said, we can't have these people kneeling because we don't want the inmates running the asylum. And it's I'm just, just like fucking wow. crazy, bro. Like, I'm, I'm like, what in the fuck is going like between that and CTE? Like, it's just and beating women and, and, and murdering people like, <laughs> like it's a lot, bro. Like it's a yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's 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 crazy. But you know, Justin Timberlake will be out there. I'm sure there'll be a new album coming or something of the rather. But this this is there. This is the NFL's. Hey, they're cool kids. You know, attempt to get people back in with an artist that's two decades into the game. He's mm-hmm. at this at this point. He's a he's a legacy artist. Mm-hmm. I don't know too many people below the age of maybe what 25 that actually respect the impact that he's had. It's just another. It's yet another Super Bowl halftime show that's safe. I'm sorry, Justin Timberlake is not a fucking. He, no. he's not like a. Yeah. He's, How come he's they've never? Are they really scared? Well, I guess it's the NFL of a rap artist headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. It's Should have well, did well, it. You know, Jay Z turned it down. Jay Z turned it down. So I mean, they weren't that scared. Right. But just the fact that they even asked the motherfucker is is almost. Insulting. I feel like Jay Z, in terms of just like everything that's going on right now, he just felt like morally he couldn't. I don't know if you yeah. asked him five years ago, he probably would have had a different answer. Uh, oh, absolutely. But it's just it's to me it's just kind of crazy. I don't know. Just you haven't had you haven't had a rapper he- headline the Super Bowl halftime show. Are we really probably, afraid of profanity? You'll, you'll, you'll and, probably get uh you'll probably get rapist Nelly to go up there with them or something. Ooh, I'm that's for sure. You're for, sh- you're for sure getting in sync on that. I like you like when it when it comes to a point where you can pretty much check and check the boxes of everything that's going to be. Um, on this performance, I think it's going to be a bad performance. Are we getting Pusha T with "Like I Love You"? 
Oh, hell no. No, you're not getting the clips? Hell the fuck no. All right, no. Hell the fuck no. Oh, man. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Uh, the streams talk. I feel like the streams talk is a very big talk that we could have. And I feel like let's run through the a couple other topics and then we'll get back to sort of streams and how shit has changed. Um, cool. Let's see. Eminem's album is expected to be called Revival. I know I, I, I can just assume none of you are into, anticipating an Eminem. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, oh, off I'm, rip, you already knew. Oh, I'm thank waiting you. on bated breath right now. For this Eminem album, it's going to be, I don't know. It's Nah, I'm not really looking for it. To be honest, I bought the Marshall Mathers LP too, and then I kind of like, why did I buy this? I feel why like, did you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I literally, I was just like, why did I buy this? I'm, I'm looking at it now, I'm like, yo, why did I buy it? Because I don't listen to it. Like, at all. Like, I don't, I haven't listened to it any, I think I liked, other than, gosh, what what other fucking, what song, what singles are from that? I don't remember, but I was just like, why did I buy this? But I think I was just buying CDs, because I collect CDs, I don't fucking know. But That's weird. It's, it's, well, not anymore. Love yourself, love yourself. The best, the best Buy section is so depressing right now, in terms of just music. It's just like, nothing's coming out physical anymore. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's about to be discontinued it's kind of sad um but yeah if you, the Eminem album look out for it it's supposed to drop November 17th who's even so you know so it comes out the same day as Justice League though that's great that, that'll people that enjoy that, Mountain Dew that. Eminem is dropping a new album <laughs> if you enjoy my, Mountain Dew yeah. I'm not mad at, at a new Eminem album like whatever he does this every, what's, what's he do every five years now every four every I four I think every yeah, every, four. Four every years 27 he years he comes back every and new, curses the town yeah, every new presidential cycle he comes back <laughs> so I mean we can always we can always expect that but um I I know this is going to be very very laden with with a lot of Trump references it's again a, it's another check the boxes off uh, like we pretty much know everything that's going to happen here mm-hmm. um, I'm not very surprised with what Eminem does anymore I think I'd be more surprised if he didn't say the f word anymore you know like that would that would be surprising to me I'd I'd love to see real growth other than like like the People magazine growth where it's like oh my god he talked about the president and I was right. like you know he did that 10 years ago too you know like it's not it's not really surprising we we've seen all of the the great emotional breakthroughs that he's done apologizing to his mother um coming to terms with his relationship with Kim and stuff like that he's done all of that already Addiction, so it's like I, all of this stuff exactly i i'm i'm just waiting to see what will be the the big buzzword this time with the album and i'll probably listen to it and skip through it and see what i see what i like and take from what it, from it what i like but i think i outgrew eminem a really long time ago that's how i feel about Ludacris, but i don't know um yeah one week after gucci man releases mr davis gz prepares the snow season album is it really is that on purpose you think that's on purpose i didn't well, get an I, invite so this a album little insider, drop. little little insider Uh-oh. here. Little insider report. Mm. I heard from a little birdie to to kind of strengthen this story that Jeezy actually wanted to release these singles on ten seventeen. Oh, and they made him wait ten days. Oh, yeah, <laughs> interesting. He wanted to release it on the day of Gucci and Keisha's wedding, and just Gucci, Gucci's just day entirely. It's Gucci day. Ten seventeen mm-hmm. yeah. is Gucci day. Interesting. Yeah. They yeah. probably realize, judging from the two songs that was released, one featuring T Grizzly and one featuring Diddy Puff Diddy, Daddy, Diddy Puff Daddy. I don't know what we're calling him. Um, Sean. I don't know. Mm. Just that. That's what his mama named him. That's what I'm calling. Can call Can him. Jeezy become a fixture again? Like, uh, no, not if he's still. Well, 
I don't think so. I think a lot of people like like uh, Moneybag Yo and stuff like that have taken kind of sped into his lane, right? And um, taken a lot of his a lot of his shine. Um, so like I, I I really don't know if there's a, a like there's room for him there because the 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 model of trap has changed. And where Gucci won, and in, in, in some ways Ross won, is that he had a white audience that picked up on, on what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Gucci embraced, he embraced EDM, he embraced pop, he embraced stuff like that. And Jeezy took himself so seriously that a lot of those opportunities, never he never took those opportunities. Like to to be on like a uh, Diplo, you know, Diplo did a, a Gucci remix album so stuff like that. That would be so weird if Jeezy did that though. It yeah. wouldn't be. It wouldn't be weird. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. It wouldn't be weird. I, feel, I don't think it'd be weird. Because it, it was, it's, it's no more weirder than 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 Gucci. You know, having a, a Diplo album. Could be ever see. Well, I mean, yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I just see Gucci just more for the people. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like more a people wider. More people. It's just like no. Nah, I feel like Gucci's a money maker. Like he'll do anything that'll make him money. Like that's what I feel like he does. Like no matter if it's good or bad, he'll just do it. Um, like he, well, Gucci knows how to get a bag. I feel like Jeezy yeah. does to, to an extent, but Jeezy loves the Chitlin circuit and a lot of those mm. people on that. A lot of those people in the South that he goes to that are still, you know. They're still wearing the, uh, you know, they're still like the fucking rocking the snowman eighty-seven thirty-two. Yeah, they're oh, still the wearing eighty-seven thirty-two and long tees. Like they're thirty-eight, thirty-nine now, and they're you know they still buy records faithfully. But Jeezy doesn't appeal to a younger audience like like Gucci does. Because here's another thing: nobody like Jeezy has never brought anyone into the game ever, mm. ever. You can't say YG. He was already a, a, a fixture here. Right. You know, he, he just needed a bigger distribution. Jeez, like Gucci's brought in Thug and Migos and everything. People that, that go back to Gucci constantly. Migos just gave Gucci another hit. With, I got, you know, I get the bag. I get the bag, yeah. Yeah, like th- these are people that still go back to him. And he is so influential in a way that I'm sorry, Jeezy is not. And, and a lot, I feel like a lot of Jeezy's inf- you know, influence kind of petered off around 20, 2008, 2009. When he couldn't get that TM one hundred three out, yeah, and that's when Ross kind of lapped him there, and and you know a lot of people have lapped him, and, and just look at the the moves that he makes, and I mean I just read the the, the Gucci Mane book, and you know it's stellar, and you kind of read the way that Gucci talks about Jeezy there, and it's like you see, you know even with him wanting to put out a a fucking song on on Gucci's wedding day, he's still on that bullshit, <laughs> you know he's still on it, like mm-hmm. and he's always been on that shit, and and I think a lot of it is is, is maybe his character. But a lot of it is like I I just don't. Again, I feel like I outgrew Jeezy, and it's it's weird because he was such the soundtrack to my college, you know, mm-hmm. college and high school career. And now it's like, if you you play those songs for me today, I'm like, man, I could I could fucking listen to something else right now. Yeah, one hundred percent. I and I feel like even the songs that were just released still harken back. Just like it hasn't shifted. There's nothing. There's no evolution. There's yeah, there's no, no real growth. The beats there's, are more modern, but it's still the same Jeezy. And it's, you know, I think the furthest he got out of his pocket was R.I.P. We in the club, you know, but, but that's, you know. Like commercial mustard. Yeah, just West Coast sound. But it's like he hasn't really, he, he feels like there's a thing that works for him. And I guess, you know, he's sticking with that as opposed to, you know, venturing out and seeing if anything, if a, if a you know, collaboration with Diplo would work, if a, you know, if he could, you know, make a song with J. Cole or something along those lines or 
But mm. it's a Mm-mm. yeah. It's a t- <laughs> but it's like yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like of, I can't I imagine know. that in Dreamville. Just I can't imagine those two things. It's just you know, Jeezy's Snow Season album's coming soon. Um, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it. I haven't really looked forward to a Jeezy <laughs> album, or it could like sit through it entirely and just felt like, oh, this is, like, hit after hit. Especially after that last, I think it was the la- no, not the last one. There was one What's before. was the one we reviewed where it's, like, he was dressed as a general on the front of it? I forgot, but that was Church so, in these streets. Church in these streets. Oh, God. That shit didn't make mm-hmm. sense either. He should have just dressed up as a priest. <laughs> it's a, yeah, Church in these streets. I, th- I thought I thought Trapper Die 3 was pretty good, though, last year. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I wasn't feeling Trapper Die 3. But you gotta, you but you get, you gotta be, you gotta put your your big your big jeans on and your big belt. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah you gotta, you gotta, like, you know, you gotta put your Jamal jeans. Sure, that's Step that's out. what that that's what he makes music for now. And he, he hasn't really, really had music. pull out your napkin. He hasn't bandana. really had that cultural impact too. Well, in a sense, I remember the snowman shirts. I remember mm-hmm. that in terms of just a cultural impact early in his career, where everyone, the fact that schools banned the snowman shirt, I was like, that's it. Like you got. You know, you, you got that sort of cultural impact that you've always wanted. But I don't know if it's been anything since then besides, yo, this is the trap. Trap, 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 trap. Gucci has a day. A full day. That people respect. The people fucking respect. A full That's day. That's all I got to say. Yeah. That's all I got to say. 100%. Um, Drake has not submitted more life for a Grammy nomination. Good. <laughs> that, yeah, I'm fine with that too. Where is Drake? Is it a much needed break from just Drake the entire the entire past two, three years now? He's becoming a new person. Um, I don't think it's I, I don't think it'll be a long break. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't think he'll be gone very long. I think this guy is he works harder than probably any top tier artist ever. I I think his his work ethic is like a new age Jay Z. Oh, don't don't like don't get upset. I'm not yeah. saying other stuff. Oh, I'm not but you know I don't give a fuck about either. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying for the people that listen, they they, they take... They oh, they can feel the way they, they want to feel. Well, it is. The yeah. block button but, works. <laughs> the block button works. But uh, I, I think he works really hard. I think that he always meant... That's, that's what people, when people like look at the sales for Damn versus More Life. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you, you know he hasn't put a video out for this record at all. Like He hasn't done any, any type of promotion for it. He put it out for us. And I, I respect that he keeps it for us. He could have he put... He could have put the whole muscle of of Universal Republic behind that, but he chose not to. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm actually I'm actually cool with him taking a break. And I think he's over the Grammys anyway. He's yeah. gotten he got his three. He doesn't really care to get 21 or 25 like Kanye has. Like that's he just doesn't care. I feel like the Grammy definitely has its favorites anyway. And mm-hmm. it's yeah, of, for sure. It's kind of Kendrick Lamar <laughs> mm-hmm. at this point in in just moving all things. So it's like, what's the point of submitting something? If it's gonna, do you up. think Kendrick wins album of the year in um, February? Mm, no, be, with Taylor Swift with Taylor Swift coming back. Well, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift will not be in the in the Grammys album. Oh yeah, it's of the too year. late. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's too late. late. Um, yeah. I was planning to do an article on that because I feel like I do one every year and it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just to pat myself on the back. Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, but. Do I think um, Kendrick will win Album of the Year? I think the fun. I think the Grammys would want us to believe that, 
and they want to stir up the conversation in a way that says, like, hey, you should watch for this guy. This guy might win album of the year, even though he's Mm -hmm. the most culturally relevant out of pretty much all of them and just, you know, makes one of the better albums of the Mm -hmm. year. Um, But do I think he's going to win? Probably not. You know, it's just... It, I, I've I've learned to separate that the Grammys telecast is what it is. It's a television show, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like they kind of shift away from doing things. I feel like last minute they definitely shift away from doing things just for the merit of it and do it for the next day headlines. Oh, did you see da 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 da? Because the fact that you know a number of artists, it, it's just you can look at the album of the year thing. Mm-hmm. Who you know. There was a Herbie Hancock, like all this other shit, like this Ray soundtrack, just all these other things that have one album of the year. It just kind of makes no sense because it's not the definitive album of that year. But yeah. it is what it is. I don't. I'm. I'd have to see the nominations, and I'd also have to come up with the nominations in my head. I, don't, I haven't come up with a solid list. I think it's going to yeah. be Kendrick Lamar. I think there's probably going to be Ed Sheeran. Um, I think Jay Z is a possibility, believe it or not. For sure, for sure, he is. I think, I think absolutely, he's a shoe in for at least Rap Album of the Year. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll my eye in the sky view of it right now, he'll probably win that. Yeah, I think, well, he'll, I think he'll win Rap Album of the Year. I don't know that man. I think he'll win Rap Album of the Year. I, just the way that they, the way they, they skew older. I mean, it was like they really skew older. Like you just notice it. They skew so much older, and you look at it like I don't think Damn is a complex album. Like I think a lot of people sure. do. But I think that those Did you people play backwards. Think, no, I didn't. Someone, <laughs> actually, um, Isaiah Rashad hit me up and because and I, I said I said um, I didn't think Dan was in my top five. He said I don't believe you until you play it backwards. So I'm going to do that this weekend. But, <laughs> like um, backwards, literally, or backwards no, all the songs. The song, listen to all the songs in the, the in track listing order. backwards because apparently that's how it's supposed to be. Wow, that's dumb as shit. All right, well, how about you yeah. do it forward the <laughs> first time so I get it right. This is very true. Um, How do you but, expect fans to know that if, like, some nigga has to leak it as an Easter egg? I think they, nah, I think Kendrick's fans. He they, came out and said it. Yeah. yeah he came out and said it. Exactly. And they, and they deep dive and they, they look for all these subtle nuances and... Um, you mean they're fucking weirdos? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. They're fans. I don't I don't. I don't. No, wanna, no, 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 no. I don't want to discount any fans. fans. Like, there's fans and then there's, okay, it's a little too much. Like, I, you're wearing your little but, tinfoil hat. Nah. Right. Yeah, you're right. That That's how Kendrick fans are. They're, they've turned into Lupe fans. Oh, my God. In, in he's right. Sense. Dang. They're, they're Damn, Lupe indeed. Fans in that sense. Lupe but does I, do I Kung mean, Fu. Damn. <laughs> I, I think that, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, like, do you feel like "Damn" is like the the like the cultural shifting album that "Love Below" speaker box was when that one or Lauren Hill? Like, I no, I just feel like it's a good it? album. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel I, like I it's, felt like it's not things that we don't already know because we have the internet. But I felt like last year that was, um, fuck, what was the album called? Um, "To Pimp a Butterfly." I think that was that. That didn't even win. Mm-hmm. Like, that should have f- won. That, that should have won. That, that was good. Album. I don't even remember what won. I think it was Taylor. It was Taylor Swift again, I believe, because I remember she did that speech about. Maybe that was two years ago. I don't know, but it's a like. What is it? I don't even know. I think it's a good album, but I don't think any. I don't think any albums have been super culturally relevant, like time shifting, time standstill moments of the year. Um, yeah. In the past, in the Chill. past year, yeah. So it's we're gonna yeah, get. I, just I don't a, think that. I don't think Dan. I don't think Dan will either. I, I. I think we'll get like maybe Bruno Mars and 
Ed oh, Sheeran sure. and that's who will win. That's who will win. Bruno Mars. Bruno right. Mars. Yeah. Bruno Mars. He'll win. He'll yo, win. he's gonna dance. Yo, he's gonna dance his way down the aisle, and that's just gonna be a gif. Um, yeah, I'm with it. I mean, I'm not mad. I w- listen. I, I stopped being mad at the Grammys when Ti lost to uh, Ludacris that year <laughs> for release therapy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, bullshit. Um, Future and Young Thug sitting on a stash of records that has not been released yet. Um, your thoughts on Super Slimy, Justin? Since we have you here and we re- reviewed it last week, what are your thoughts on Super Slimy? Um, I I love it. I think it immediately shot to immediately shot to my my top five just just because of who it was. People are overthinking this album too much. Mm-hmm. I think they're overthinking it. I think people are trying to draw a line in the sand. Because of either their thoughts on Thug or their thoughts on Future. And so they're like, well, Future did better and Thug did better. I'm just like, these guys are clearly... Friends, not competitors. Yeah, like... Yeah, they're having fun. They're not looking at each other like, I gotta kill kill him this time. There are songs where Future or or Thug will just take off a couple bars and and he just won't even say anything. Yeah. You know, and it's it's, it's like, because they're both playing around with the idea. I feel like they're playing around with the idea of, of them being you know, on a song together. So like, I feel like we got a bunch of little loose tracks that kind of sounded good together in, in a sequenced order, but not really like, you know, like they're not thinking of this, like this, this is an album. They're thinking of this, like this is a project that we're, that we're like just going to put out to show people that we're cool and, and that we are united finally. Okay. And I think that, I think that, I mean, I mean, it's obvious that um, a bunch of, these are just a bunch of songs. Um, I think that they have a bunch of songs I've heard. I mean, you, even even through their Instagram and Snapchats, they play a bunch of songs with each other all the time. And none of the songs that we've heard were any of those songs on that on that record. So, like, that's just tells you right there that they have more stuff in the stash. I think another pr- some more proof of that was um, Chris Brown's High End was clearly that's clearly their song. Yes, we came yeah, to like that conclusion can, a couple. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all you, niggas you should do an album together. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, it was, it was clearly their song, and, and I guess Chris Brown just kind of, kind of took it. But that shows you just how long they've been sitting on on tracks together. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind a Super Slimy two. I don't, I don't Super, think it's like, no Super Slimyo Brothers two, Super Slimyo World, Super Slimyo World, yeah, With Super it. Slimy World, Super Slimy sixty four. They gonna drop <laughs> that shit. Super Slimy Super Sunshine. Slimy. Super slimy Odyssey. Shit, let's, let's keep it going. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I, I think it's clear that you know it, it's just a Luigi's Mansion, like all that shit. Yeah, <laughs> Thugger's <laughs> Mansion. That'll be the that'll be like the spinoffs. Yeah, like, I, I mean I love I love the record. Like I said, it's two. It's my two favorite rappers. Like to what Watch the Throne was to a lot of people. Thank that you. Is, that is to me right now, and I you know everybody knows that I, I love those two guys. So like I, that I listen to it every single day. Like, I literally listen to this shit every single day. It's I, that good I to believe me, so I, I love it. I 100% yeah. believe it. People you. don't believe that projects are like this are for the fans and the people that really Absolutely. enjoy these people's music. Like, it's a, it's a, you know how Marvel used to do the team-up magazines? Like, yeah. I mean, the team-up comics? And it's like, oh, you see your two favorite heroes team up and they, they do some wacky shit. This is what that is. This is, this is not supposed to be like a paradigm-shifting album. It's supposed to be fun. And that's why I like it. That's heroes. that's why I fucking, that's why I fucking love the, the album itself because it's just really, it's fun and... People are, they're so, so obsessed with pitting these two together or pitting these two against each other that they don't even see the forest for the trees. And it's like, you know, sure, Future got a better, a better uh, verse here. But then you turn around the next song, Future or a thug will completely fucking unearth him. And it'll be, it'll, like, it's, they're, they're not clearly trying, they're not trying to go against each other, I think. I think people are way, like, going way too deep into trying trying to make this like a 10 out of 10 classic. I'm like, just enjoy it for what it is. Like, yeah. I really like it. 100%. Um, 
Um, let's talk about these streams, and this will be, I guess, the last news topic. Um, streams. Billboard has changed the way of how streams are affecting the way albums are or and songs are on the um, on the Hot 100. Um, it's a it's a change where essentially any free platform will be weighted less in the formula as opposed to just weighted the same as all streams. So previously, like a YouTube stream will count the same as a stream um, that you would get on Tidal or something of the rather. So it would mm-hmm. count the same and it would, you know, it would factor in and then we'd get all these sort of songs. And I think this really spun off of the Post Malone rock star going number one. Which was mm. horseshit. Which was complete horseshit. And when I found out about it, I was like, they have to fucking change this. I literally, when I found about it too, which was after we recorded the podcast, I had no idea that um, the label actually, get this, Carlos, the label uploaded Rockstar by Post Malone, but they didn't upload the entire song. They uploaded a three-minute, 39-second version of the hook looping over and over and over and over and they did it last night. And they did it last night with the Migos' new song, Motorsport. They put they, they put it out on YouTube, well, I want to say eight hours before they released it this morning, so on all platforms. Right. It was literally just the hook over and over again. And I'm like, this is horseshit. This is- and they're trying to get in before they change it. Right. So they it, it loops over and over. So it, people don't realize they're listening to the song over and over and just the streams rack up and the streams rack up. And that's how you get a Post Malone rock star featuring 21 Savage. And not to say that, you know, I don't know if this has been done before because Post Malone, in terms of just the streaming era of music, he's pretty much at the forefront. He's one of the most streamed artists, period, right now. Um, I don't know. The, if they- in the world, and they would make you think that he is one of the biggest artists in the world. And then I, you know, you take a deeper look into it, and you're like, he's not, he's, he isn't really. He is literally three possums standing in a t-shirt. <laughs> I read that on Twitter, and that's the most accurate shit I've ever seen. It's a, it's, like, uh, I. So in terms of just the streaming, just taking into account of it all, um, I like this idea. I'm, I'm with streaming, by the way, in terms of just factoring that into albums and music, because I do feel like that's the way people are. Um, consuming music today. Um, now, in terms of just making the free tier worth a little bit less, I see that as it it's helps. Problematic. Yeah, it's problematic and it's and it's good at the same time. It's good in that we don't get these problems like we did with Post Malone. It's also bad because it kind of like takes away the younger audience, audiences who may not be able to afford these streaming services monthly who do listen to music. You're taking away a certain voice at least just any voice period that streams music and, 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 and wants to listen to music and have their, you know, I don't know if it's, it's not like a vote, like, oh, this shit matters, even though to like pop stands it kind of is. But yeah. it's, you're taking away a, 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 a portion of the audience and saying that it doesn't, it's not worth as much and then it, it affects it on the charts and just how things are viewed on the charts. I think this Isn't is... The- it needs to be fair. Like I just, I, I feel like they, they, they did it, and, and they, they, they set these rules, mm-hmm. and they didn't think that they could be like this is, this is technology. All, of course, it can be, you know, it can be ran up. It can be, it can be jigged. You know, I, I was saying that maybe you don't weigh it less, but make them have to, make them have to gain more. Like if YouTube or something takes one million streams for a, for a, a thousand sales or something like that, raise it up. Make it go higher, like you. You make it. You make the. You make the. the you move the goalposts more because the thing is, 
And, and if, if that's the case, keep the rock star hook thing that they, that they were doing and let them keep doing that, but make it way more so that it, it actually they'll stop doing it because it's going to be useless. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's a I feel it's kind of it's fucked up. Kind of. Yeah, it's really kind of fucked up because I feel like this is how they're sort of cheating the system. And I think it's. It's fucked up because it's how they cheat in the system, but it's also, for the last year, it's been great for hip-hop. Streaming has sort of made hip-hop... The dominant genre. The dominant genre in all of music. And I think pop stars, a lot of pop stars are scratching their head because pop music isn't really gaining these streams, so you haven't really had a number one pop album in a long, long time. Because they go out and buy their shit. Because pop, pop fans go out and buy the shit. Like... Taylor Swift fans are gonna that her her sales to album ratio is gonna be so lopsided because it's gonna be all sales. Right, you get an Adele who sells when she sells three million albums, she sells three million fucking albums. Like she doesn't yeah. stream it, streams don't weren't accounted for probably the first month, maybe month and a half of that album being released. So like it's, it's concerning. Like I'm I'm concerned that that Lil Uzi is gonna outsell Thriller tomorrow. You know, like it's it's like. <laughs> It worries me, dog. <laughs> I don't think and that will like, ever happen. Bro, I don't know. It might. The way that these, the way that these streams look, like I'm like, yo, there's no way that these kids are doing this unless they just have the song on repeat all day long. They it doesn't do. make sense. They, they do. They do. Yo, I, I, I shit you not. My nephew, when he gets a hold of the iPad and my sister's Apple Music, he plays like a song at least twenty times a day. And and then I also feel like. Um, in terms of just like pop stars, because there's this like big segregation with pop stars because there's just all the standum and stuff. They will go and stream a song purposely to get it to number one. Have that thing streaming all day on loop forever and ever. A playlist of three seventy three hundred seventy four videos, and each video is Taylor Swift. Look what you done to yeah. me, or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of concerning. Not, that, that, that doesn't seem to be working for her this time around, huh? Nah, because I think people generally dislike the music that she's put dislike, out. Yeah, her music is bad this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I think people generally... I mean, not to say that she won't come out with a hit, and the album is going to be a smash nonetheless, because she's fucking Taylor yeah. Swift. But, yeah, I think just the music in general hasn't been panning out very well for her this time. Um, let's get to the sort of music. Um, we talked about Migos' mor- motorsport. Wow. Um, Migos' motorsport. <laughs> Um, featuring Cardi B and Nicki Minaj on the same song. I think that's the. I think it's concerning for me for culture too, just because it's like, is this what's a supposed to draw? Grab? Yeah, is this what's supposed to draw people in? Like, not the Migos, but the collaboration of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, and whether they have beef or not. Um, you can't. You can't buy that type of press. You can't. Like these. T- those two women were not in the same studio when they made that song. I'm pretty sure Nicki probably turned her verse in like a month ago. Right. Uh. You know, Cardi probably turned hers in maybe a couple of days ago. Probably, like, see, it just looks new. Just the way she reacted to it live last night at Powerhouse, it looked like she was super excited about it. Um, if they record like, a video, I don't think they'll be in the same scene. I don't know. Yeah, they won't be in the same. They for sure won't be in the same scene. Um, but I, I think that um, with Motorsport, it's just it's more proof that I don't like. I like the song a lot. I really like the song. Um, it's, it follows a tradition of really long Migos songs. Yes. <laughs> like, they can't, they cannot make a song less than six Everybody minutes. gets just, a 16, my friend. This yeah, just... They, they, 16 and 24, bro, and even if, and, and even if, like, even if Offset gets, like, two, he got, like, eight or something on this. 
They'll give Nikki 32 and right. then give take off another 16. Listen, I'm just like, all right. It's all divisible some way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's whatever. But I think it, it's starting to prove that it doesn't matter if it's as big as Bad and Bougie. Whatever they put their name on, it's going to at least go gold or platinum. Yeah. Like, the Migos are there now. Right. They're there, that artist or that group now that whatever they do, it will it will go up, and I think that this is this is this is a heat check for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's it's succeeding. Like the heat check for them is succeeding. Like right. this song is going to be huge. It's, it's not going to be bad and bougie huge, but it's going to be huge. I feel like it has definitely a chance. It's going to to me if I had to predict, it's probably going to debut within the top ten on Billboard for Absolutely. sure. Um, just basically because Cardi's still hot and Cardi is still hot without a second single, right? People are going to gravitate to that single because people want more Cardi. Cardi, Nicki Minaj is on it. That's a huge swath of fans that the Migos have never had before because Migos and Nicki Minaj have never collaborated. Um, Absolutely. I've, I've to me, I still a, a Nicki Minaj on a Migos song. It kind of it's still two set very different worlds for me. Um, I, I I never saw them actually just working together and making it work, but here we are. Um, yeah. and Migos is just an entity in their self now. Like they're one of they're the biggest rap act of the year, um, in the world. Fuck it, in the world. In the world. Go ahead and say it. In the world. In, in, <laughs> in the, the world. world. In the world. Are we still counting yeah, Post are. Malone they, as rap? <laughs> they're the big. Well, I, I think they. I think they get more margins than Post Malone. I, th- I think <laughs> when you look at it between the lines, they get more than he does. Yeah, yeah. I feel like young white women actually like the Migos, <laughs> whereas yeah. Post Malone just comes on. Um, motorsport sounds. Little sounds quite like T-shirt for me, like very mm-hmm. much like T-shirt. I mean, like even to the cadence. And not just... gonna lie, Migos, Migos early had a formula, and now it's like for them to, like, even though they, it's it's very different and much more like complex their rhyme schemes. I guess it's like I don't expect them to not have a formula because they have a workflow that's so crazy. Right. Yeah. I don't expect. Here's them to a not... hot take. Here, here's a hot take. Would, would you would you have missed anything if Quavo didn't have a verse on this song? He he literally takes up the first two minutes of this song. Eh, mm. eh I, I'm not really big on the song anyway. But Quavo's it's not even a verse; it's the hook, and it's like a hook, but that's a verse. Like it's not even. I think well, they well, spliced. Well, hotties, I, you know, too, so Hottie's chorus is like that. I think they spliced a hook of his and made it. No, they spliced a verse of this and made it a hook. Cause it, and then, but then he still gets like a, a like a twelve right after that, and it's yeah. like the like like Quavo has a has the tendency to overtake a whole song, yeah, for like for long stretches of time, and then like that motorsport hook I want to say is a sixteen, and then he gets another twelve, and then Offset gets an eight, and then Cardi gets her her little twelve, and then there's takeoff on there too. I don't know if anyone. At the end, at the at the tail, they didn't leave, I, I they didn't leave thought him. he wasn't going to be on. They, it. I, yeah, they, I thought he was, I was off at the two. time. I was like, it's a minute forty. Like, I, was I was like, like it's oh, time shit. to go, nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's time know. to go. Um, yeah, I mean, motorsport. I, it should be a gr- a big song. I feel like we're going to get projections pretty soon about how big the song is going to be. It's going yeah. against. Um, I believe there was another Taylor Swift release this week. So oh, that's in Jesus. a schedule. When will it stop? And there's Cardi post- B is a Taylor Swift killer. Listen, this Cardi is B is a Taylor Swift killer. This is true. I, I put I put that on everything. She's a Taylor Swift killer. Ain't nobody done it but her. <laughs> no one's done the it King but Slayer, her. The Kingslayer, Cardi B. She is. Oh I'm God. dead ass. Like she, like, she, Cardi B is the rap Taylor Swift. Mm. I don't know. I'm, if I go I'm that telling far. you right not not in terms of not in terms of like 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 trance is still the rap game Taylor Swift, but I'm talking about fandom wise. <laughs> fandom wise, 
Cardi has galvanized a group of women and young women that have not been represented. And men, too. And men, yeah. And men, too. They galvanize those people. She's speaking to people. Right. I think that's a big part of it, too. When you talk about female rappers and what they contribute to the game, um, very few of them, I guess, lack the super popularity because the songs they make are really strong for women, but don't necessarily... You, you lose a huge scope of the fans, and I feel like she appeals to men or women similar to Nicki when she came out. Um, mm-hmm. 2009, 2010, everyone loved yeah. Nicki. It didn't matter if you were a guy or a girl. I think people still appreciate Nicki now, but it's hard to root for her when she's not the underdog right now, when she's clearly the triumphant, monopolizing, you know part of you know the industry and i've while she i feel like she is trying to assume the role as an underdog again with the mm. comments she's made mm. recently in terms of you're not the underdog if you're already rich maybe yeah but she's saying like you know men haven't wanted to collaborate with me like it felt like they had to have a gun at their head to collaborate with me but I that feel, sucks that, that sucks that does suck but i feel like whose fault is that it's not but i feel like you're also like you're also Nicki minaj though not like I'm not saying that's the reason they don't want to collaborate with you, but you're also, like, this huge superstar. Do you really need, like, a man to... Do you really need to jump on this guy's records? Yeah, to get more dudes yeah. to actually listen to but, her records. Because you know, her fan base is, like, largely female. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, she, she don't need a nigga. She don't need no nigga. She's a strong, independent yeah, woman. Yeah, she's a strong, independent but, woman. Shit. But it would be not. I think she was more so saying, like, the big, the bigger guys in the industry. Like, like uh, Kendrick? Yeah, like a Kendrick or somebody like that. Not saying he's not saying he turned her down. I feel like, like he did though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I feel like he did crazy. though. I don't know. I feel like there's never been I feel there's never been a Nicki or maybe it's because of the Drake thing. I don't yeah. know. Um there's never been there's been a Lil Wayne and Kendrick song, but you know, we haven't seen a Nicki and Kendrick song. Well Kend- Kendrick loves Lil Wayne, so he made he named a whole like song after that nigga. So or a whole mixtape I think after that nigga. So uh, Um Let's get into the sort of albums, the over albums that were dropped Ooh. this week. Um, we have Magic Jordan, The Space Between. I didn't really listen to a lot you didn't, of this. Oh, you didn't listen to it? I did, but then I didn't. I did. Because I wasn't, like, cruising. What do you mean? Like, Magic Jordan isn't, like, office oh, background for me. Like, it's not, it, it doesn't work. Not even on the train at 7 a.m. when I'm trying to fall asleep and they're trying to, like, get me up with these cool highway b- vibes or something along those lines. Nigga said highway vibes. I, I don't know. I'm not... I, Nigga, you take the train. You don't drive. I feel, I feel <laughs> like... I feel like I'm not into... I feel like I'm coming to the conclusion now that I'm just not into Magic Jordan. That's like, fine. At all. That's fine. I don't think fine. I've ever been... I don't think I've ever been into I think. Them. I think this is all right music and I think this is all curated by Evil Evil Drake. I don't. Oh, I, wow. I think, I think Drake has no part of this. No, I think he curated this because it... Honestly... I don't know. I feel like he needed them in a certain space. How do you feel like this non-Drake all OVO run has been going? With the with um, Party Next Door, Division, and Magic Jordan now. They kind of did it how, you know... I know ASAP Mob did their whole August where they dropped albums, but mm-hmm. I think OVO Sound kind of just did it smarter. Um, all <laughs> of October. By spacing everything apart. <laughs> Um, so nothing tramples all over each other. But how do you feel uh, this run been? Uh, I on, the only the only two people I really listen to is is Division and Party. I think the Division album is is really good. It's not as good as the first one. I think it's good though. 
um i think the party is has he put out a real album yet ever um he keeps keep saying like I he keeps saying like wait for it and i'm like what, what are we waiting for anymore like you've been out for four years it's i think i don't know i feel like he needs his own situation right now yeah i don't feel like i don't he feel needs like he's in that orbit anymore he's not in the ovo orbit anymore like i just feel like he's his own his own kind of thing I'm, i've always felt like party's kind of been stuck yeah, he's, he's he's not really getting any bigger. No, you know he's not, and he's, and he's not. But he's not getting less popular though. Right, so it's for like a guy who wrote a number of top five smashes with Rihanna and 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 just another just great songs overall. It seems weird that he's not getting any bigger. And I, and I think and I think we'll have that conundrum with someone else who released something this this week. But um, I think like I don't know. I I I, I would put. I would say division is more more uh, in line with what OVO is mm-hmm. than Party Next Door is right now. But as far as like the run overall of the two albums I've heard, like I really like Party. I like pretty much everything he puts out. But I thought Division was really good too. I'm not really too big into Mag- Maggie Jordan or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not my type of. They're not my. They're not my bag at all. So I, I haven't listened to that at all. Terrible. Um... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like I like the thoughty tunes, man. I need the thoughty tunes in my life. Bro. One I want is one I, but that one features party next door. But I really like one I want. But I don't know about much of other of this. I don't want to force anything. It's just I don't know. It it doesn't appeal to me. I'm think because I'm so into R and B, and this just sounds like, you know, two white guys parlaying R and B. Like it's like it just sounds very. Well, that's the thing. You're in an age where there's no more powerful voices yeah. because no one goes like. There's, there's no powerful the, voices. There's no powerful concepts on here. Like, there's no. no. There's no conviction. Why on the fuck this. would there be? Yeah, but th- there's a there's a little bit more conviction on the division album. Maybe that's why it sounded. You, there's a little bit more charisma on the party next door. But this is just like, hey, rem- this is just. Uh, I don't know. They're not. <laughs> like, stop, stop judging them like they're black, my nigga. Once you stop doing that, you'll be like, but okay. But it's still, like, yeah. it's still, I, even as music, I, I can listen to a Robin Thicke album like that, you know, he felt that Because that nigga He's is black. sad. Black, that nigga bro. has soul. That nigga's a... He's black. First of all, you see his pops of swag? <laughs> Alan Rest Thicke. in peace, Alan Thicke. Rest in peace, Alan Thicke. That nigga has swag. Yeah. Sorry. But it's just, I, it's... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Imagine Jordan. It's just, it's very mayonnaise. Like it's very exactly. It's very cool. It's cool whip. How about that? Cool whip. Cool whip. That's how it feels. Cool whip. Imagine Jordan. Cool whip. Um, Someone gonna get keep it a Honda. Keep it a Honda. Just, just say that these albums were put out so that they could, they could, uh, so they, so they wouldn't get mad that they have to write a couple of other songs for Drake next year. That's all it is. I'm I'm sure he took the best ones. I'm sure he was just like, oh, this is your album. Well. Write three more <laughs> on the division shit. On the division shit, maybe yeah, for sure. But division, I think yeah. parties, parties a machine. Like I think he he make, he cranks a hit out every day. Um, we have Big Crit bringing this the, is such an interesting album. The Dirty South back. How long has it been <laughs> since you've heard the Dirty South? By the way, first of all, um, I don't think anyone's used that term past no. <laughs> like I don't even know like the, the early odds. The Dirty South back that's how i feel about this album it just it's dirty south like it's like oh shit it's big crit i i, I always had a problem with always had a problem with crit because people would would force um, it on you him. right yeah they force it on you and they champion him for things that a ball and mjg and ugk did and and better a long time ago i still think from what i heard of this album like maybe like five ten minutes of it 
I still think that he is doing a a, a, cos- a cosplay version of, of older songs that I liked better 20 <laughs> yeah. years ago. I, I 100% agree. I feel like you look at his discography and it's just like, oh. Honestly, I only like the first disc off this album. There's two discs, by the way. That's the shit that's so irksome. Like, yo, if you're going to give me this much content, either space it out or something. Like, that, that, whole, se- that whole second disc could have been a mixtape. With, yeah, with sure. a couple songs sprinkled from like, what is the first out of the first part of the album? Well, well, how come Crit didn't blow up? Uh, just because everyone wanted him to blow up, apparently. Because he did something that made him retro and didn't him set him apart from everybody else. He wasn't a, a trailblazer. Everyone that's lit now is someone that we were like, oh shit, these niggas is new and sound new. He didn't have a hits, man. Yeah, I don't think. That, I, don't, I feel like people I really didn't. I feel like if people really wanted him to blow up, he would have. But people really didn't want to. Like, not that they were like against it, but like they were in love with what he represented, as opposed to what he actually put out. And they was like, "Oh, big crit, yo, he taking it back. Oh, he spit bars, blah blah blah." blah. Ah, finally, the south. Finally, finally the, the south is... has a voice, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. David like, Banner. Fuck out of here, like, man. With... I think. I think... And a lot of people saw through that bullshit. Yeah, like, it's it's hipster. It's hipster southern music. I'm pretty sure he's a nice guy, by the way. I'm he's sure a he's producer. a nice guy. He's great. But but I think that people saw through a lot of the the horse shit that was. Hey, this guy is bringing the South back to the to the lyrical blah blah blah. And it's like you got to also remember in his heyday when he was popping, Two Chains was kind of coming out too. Yeah. And a lot of those people were kind of kind of coming up, and it was like, no, they're they're putting out a bunch of really cool shit, and they're actually super lyrical with it. I don't I don't think that um I thought it was too late a while ago for him. Um, a, releasing a double disc album is is on your coming what is, back. What is like what is Def Jam? What is Def Jam thinking? Is he on Def but, Jam? Um, Let me take a look. Is he? I think he still is on Def Jam. Um, he wilding. Nope. What's he going? It says multi alumni LLC. He might, I think he might be independent again. Oh wow! Um, it, you trust me. If I don't know, I think that that had to sorry, be the only Def way. Jam. I'm sorry, Dev Jam. I think that had to be. I know he's on. He might be on Cinematic too. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it says multi alumni. So he's. This is definitely not a Def Jam album at all. Not like Catalactica, or yeah. He's not Ooh, even on... remember, remember those first week remember those first week sales? Cadillac the Cadillac is a great song, by the way. I'll give him that. The production is phenomenal. It's just he, he I think his claim to fame you know, it's just up. overall as a as an artist is just that he'll be in terms of like album of the year list, he'll maybe he's on an album of the year list. Like he's just like, hey, I'm here. But like I don't think it goes past that. Let me tell you something that's fucked up about Big Crit. It's like I have a I have a drinking game, just like niggas have a drinking game with Absol. I'll be like, yo, I'm going to drink every time this nigga talks about cars and see if I die. Hmm. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That's wild. <laughs> That's almost like my, it's almost like my Lil Uzi yeah challenge. Ooh. You take a shot every time you say he says yeah. yeah, and you fucking fall into a coma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, f- final album. I guess this is, I feel like this is Justin's brand of R&B. Thotty, Thotty Tunes. Thotty Tunes. Oh, I well, love them. This, this isn't a Thotty album, though. This isn't a Thotty this album isn't. at all. This is a very brilliant. It's, listen. I uh, think this is my, This might be the best thing he's ever done. How many Thotty albums have Ty Dolla actually put out? I think it's like every other one. Um, the, all the, the first two Beach Houses were pretty Thotty. Uh, sign language is extremely vulgar. Yeah, <laughs> um, 100%. Sign language was super vulgar. Shout out to Missionary. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, and, and shout out to Can't Fuck You Like I Do and shit like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. What was it? Um, which, which song? Which album had I've been thinking of ways, thinking of ways to stretch that, that was pussy the sign language. out? That exactly. Was the sign language. Um, Free TC was too serious. Free TC was way too serious. It's mm. named after his friend in jail, so it's like <laughs> it's his brother. His brother. Oh, it's his brother. Yeah, it's his brother. Free TC um, campaign. I liked campaign. I thought it was fun. I thought campaign was a cool little little stopgap before we get. But remember, the campaign was supposed to be like the like the break mixtape before the next one, and we had to wait another year for this. Uh, this the campaign's also aged awfully. Like mm-hmm. I can't listen to that because of the the Trump and Hillary stuff in it. Oh yeah, dang. Well, you know, that's... I mean, that's the risk you take when you get like super political for like one. <laughs> That. And you really think that you really think that she's about to win and shit? And uh, I, yeah. even, even when, it, when it started, I was like, "This is gonna blow up in your face, isn't it?" Yeah, shout out to. <laughs> but that. Um, Beach House Three, I I think I, I I would put Beach House Three in the top three of his upper echelon. I, I really, even though Free TC was really long and bloated, I really enjoyed that a lot. The Me year too. That it came out in 2015. I think Beach House Three is not only is it fun, but it's also he's it's also thoughtful. I think a lot of the stuff on it is thoughtful. It's not like the same Ty Dollar Sign, which is crazy to think about that he's actually talking about real like issues with relationships and with his mental state and this why he's doing feel, drugs this this feels like an album in what like the features and things like that but it, it, to me it still doesn't feel like an album and maybe that's more towards Ty Dolla Sign as an artist overall and it's like what are we doing with Ty Dolla Sign really like yeah, it's the same thing with Party it's he's never really gotten bigger yeah then this this is a guy who puts out really expensive albums. You can you can tell by the way this sounds. It has strings in it. It has guitar. John Mayer appears uncredited on some songs. Like this is a really expensive sounding album, and I'm like, is this really gonna push him to that next level? And I I'm just like, and it's, what's really stopping him? His first single had the Dream and Lil Wayne on it for I this think album. It's because I think I don't know. His voice is really his to me. His voice is really good. In terms of just how he sings his song. But he also is just very urban. And I feel like they feel like they can't market it outside of that unless he's like a feature. So mm-hmm. he does it on like a Fifth Harmony song. And, it, you know, you get that urban appeal so you can sort of do both. But he doesn't sort of appeal on his own. Like a, maybe a Chris Brown would to like the mass audience or something. He can those. write the shit out of a song. I agree. He's written He's written some hits. He can write the shit out of his own songs. Like the song with uh, his girlfriend Lauren from uh, Fifth Harmony in your phone, that needed to, and, 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 and it speaks to a problem with that I have with the album's promotion as a whole. Yeah, that was kind of not a single. It it was kind of weird because they just decided, hey, we're gonna drop songs, and yeah. that's it. Like, yeah, there was a couple of videos, but it's nothing out of the norm for any of the Ty Dolla Sign videos you've seen. You've seen, and they're always weird. He always has these videos that have to purposefully be weird. I'm yeah. like, you can't just. Like he, the paranoid video was like insane. Like yeah. the the stand for video was was confusing as fuck. The love you better video was the most regular video he's ever had. And then a little kid comes downstairs, and, and I'm like, what the fuck? And of is course, going on? you can't forget about the classic drop that kitty. Like you can't forget oh, about God. that. Yeah, everyone no, was cats. Remember Rob, that? Robbie Rav said this nigga survived drop that kitty. So all things are possible. Okay, this it's is true. It's true. Drop that kitty. Listen, it is what it is. Um. There's a song with Damian and Marley and Skrillex here, which is kind of like head scratching. Yeah, sign. Um, bro, but, but remember when that song came out? Like, I even put it, I, I put it out in, in our little chat, and I was like, "This is awful." I'm very concerned 
but when you when you fucking listen to it within the frame of the album it sounds better it sounds better yeah even love you better with lil wayne and the dream which i did not like initially i was like what is this 2008 shit but i was just like it sounds good and then you have x featuring yg which is boggles my mind why what that wasn't released earlier sooner or as a single there are three there are three songs on here that one included that i'm confused as to why who picked the singles for this like atlantic is really like atlantic pisses me off for a lot of reasons this is one of those reasons because i can tell they probably picked these singles and they probably went for lil wayne over the over the the you know one of the future songs there's there's one future song there's well there's two future songs on the album there's one two. of them the, the um don't judge me the, with don't judge me and, and don't sleep and don't on sleep me. on me um don't sleep on me should have been the one don't sleep on me is amazing hmm. the the pharrell song stare is really good and this is one of pharrell's best beats in a very long time it's better than that neon guts bullshit damn i love neon guts though yeah you do no he no I, I can't i can't like stare is way better than neon guts dang i love neon guts Stare is way Pause. better, and he, he, Stare even has a really good Wiz Khalifa verse. Uh, I'll, I'll, I gotta listen back. <laughs> yeah, you gotta listen. Back I'll, I'll take your word for it. And and X, I I, I feel like this album would have had a way stronger lead in than it does because no one's talking about it today. Let's no just be yeah, that's it's it's kind of weird. It's very very weird. I mean, it's like, but I feel like that was a promotion of the album because it just sort of it was announced that it was coming out and like nothing happened, and then it came out, and I'm just wondering like. What are we doing with Ty Dolla Sign? Are we going in, all in on making him an artist? Are you satisfied with just making him this sort of urban act that appeals to urban and we need an urban sort of sounding song so we go to Ty Dolla Sign? What, what are we doing with Ty Dolla Sign? I feel like he's, I feel like anything he sings, he roughly makes it sound good. He has these riffs, he has this voice, this tone that you don't think of him as a... You know, he's not a singer that just blows it out the water every time, but he does mm-hmm. his damnedest at least. Um, I, w- I watched him on BT Honors sing Montel Jordan's, not BT Honors, VH1 Honors, sing Montel Jordan's This Is How We Do It. And I was like, that's a hit too. Like, he could yeah. bring that shit out of the box. Like, why aren't people like looking at this as like dollar sign, dollar s- No, no, no pun intended. But dollar sign, <laughs> dollar sign, dollar sign. Like, what the fuck? Like, he's, 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 he's a great artist. I think what it is is that. I think a lot of it, and, and this album is is for sure the litmus test for Atlantic as to whether or not they're gonna really push into that next stage. And I think they might be disappointed, but um, I think a lot of it is he's not really dynamic as an artist, mm. if that makes sense. Like he doesn't do more than just that. No, this like, could he, be true. Yeah, he, all he does is all he does is like you know he writes, he, like he doesn't dance. You know, there's nothing. It's nothing extra to yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? There's it's, nothing extra. It's kind of weird because you have songs like "Stand For" and "Free TC," and <gasps> um, one of the songs oh, I forgot. It was one of the songs on "Free TC" as well. Um, the one where his brother's on um, a "Miracle." Miracle that means something, and it's like mm-hmm. you can tell there's some sort of like quality in this voice. There's quality in like the things that he can write. But at the same time, it's like they might not even want that. They might just like listen. This is what's popping with the kids being listen, a huge sing, thought. Yeah, word. Like, sing about eating butt. Right. Like that's that's what's <laughs> popping with the, the kids. Here's the thing: there aren't a lot of songs like that on on, on Beach House Three. There are like literally no like vulgar songs on there at all. <sighs> it's kind of yeah. It's kind of. 
I don't know. It's kind of mind-boggling. What are they doing? He scaled. He scaled back crazy on this one. He, as far as just the the, the the subject matter, and I appreciate that, and, and I, I really honor that for him for stepping out of that that zone mm-hmm. and and giving something of substance because you know he could have got stuck in that ratchet R and B lane for a really long time. But like, don't judge me is a really good song. I don't think it's a good single. I think it's a good song as far as you know talking about him using you know using drugs and why he does it then don't sleep on me is about being afraid of being cheated on like that's that's real stuff that he's talking about there i, I really enjoy those songs listen he's a he's a great artist i feel like he deserves a little bit more um but i don't know it's questionable if he, he'll ever get that i i'm seeing uh i'm i'm guessing 70k this week uh, i i think that's too high to be honest with you <laughs> that, and that's spooky then that's I real think, spooky I think, even with ooh, streams I think 40k 40-45k with streams no I think he's gonna do fine I don't I don't think I think he gets to 70k eventually <laughs> no no he's oh, kinda man, popping that, that's scary yeah I, I, I if, if he gets to 90 I, I'll say that this was a success for them yeah I'll say that I'll say that if um, he gets to 90 cause if just a, a so little like his video like dog even his videos look expensive yo like yeah. everything they do for him looks expensive, and I'm like, how are you guys paying this back? I have no idea. Weed revenue. <laughs> <laughs> um, Justin, before we go, any sort of music you recommend, or just anything um, you should listen to? Yeah, I, I really, I'm, I'm listening to a lot of, of obviously, Super Slime is the only probably like rap stuff I'm listening to right now. Um, I really like this guy from Chicago called Valet. Mm-hmm. He has a, he has a song called I Got Whatever that I that I really I really like. Um, I'm trying to get into Ski Mask the Slump God. I, I had a couple of I, I had I was very torn with with liking him because of his his uh, close proximity with XXX whatever it, that kid. X but yeah extension whatever. But I I came around and I like his little his his mixtape. You will regret that's that's pretty good tape that I'm fucking with. I'm still listening to Brent Fire Saunderson. Really yeah. good, really good project there, and um, yeah, that's pretty much everything I'm listening to. Well, I'm listening to Beach House Three now, so that'll be in my rotation all week. This is very true. Um, Halloween, any plans? What are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Ah, uh, man, this weekend my cousin is coming into town from uh, Virginia, so I'm going to take her and a couple of my friends to Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Ooh, so uh, you know that's gonna be that's gonna be dope. It's gonna be real dope. Um, but actually, for the night of, I really don't know. I, I'm not a big like costume guy. Like I love the movies, I love the atmosphere, I love just the fact that it is like you know like the the, the it is the season, right? But I'm not. I've never been a big like go out and and dress up type guy. When's so. the what's the last costume you remember doing for Halloween? Last costume, holy shit! Um, man, this is this is actually a really long time ago. I was Kanye West in 2010. <laughs> um, my beautiful dark yeah. fantasy, Kanye. It, it was 808's Kanye. 808's Kanye. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I need to see those pictures. Um, I don't remember. Carlos, what was the last thing you wore for Halloween? Clothes. Wow. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, my friend. Nah, you had to... First of all, it was just... Never mind. Anyway. Were you 2 chains one year? I was 2 chains, but that was like... That was when we was, had the party in the Mason Hall. No, that's true. Um, I so can't that's remember. Mason ago. Hall. Wow, the fucking Mason Hall. <laughs> yeah, there's a Mason Hall here in New York. There's a couple, actually. There's two lodges. Um, I think the last one I was was probably when I was like six and I was the Red Power Ranger. Bro, did I, yo, worst Halloweens ever were the Halloweens where my mother dressed me up as Barney. My sisters will tell you I cried. <laughs> because, I, one, I hated Barney and I was a bigger fan of Sesame Street. 
and I definitely wanted to be Super Grover. Childhood costume, Justin, if you remember. Child, my favorite childhood costume, I was Batman for three years in a row. So, bro, I was a same mean, costume or just like same costume, same same costume, same funk, same funk. Mom was like, my mom was like, don't you want to be a Power Ranger? I was like, no, I want to be Batman forever. First of all, <laughs> Batman, mom, mom, uh, Batman yeah. could disarm all the Power Rangers, all them niggas pussy. He'd probably just take away their morphers, 100%. launch an EMP, fuck up the fucking robot. That's funny. That's and it cool was like suit. the Batman Forever suit too. So like I, every year, like I would wear that. You had suit. nipples. Around the house, no, that was it. Was Batman Returns? He didn't have nipples. It was like oh, okay. Like Hank looking outfit, but <laughs> I I would wear that outfit throughout the house during the year anyway. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, why would I want to wear anything else? This is the greatest thing you guys have ever bought me. Yeah, Yo, you I'm probably like, scared okay. the shit out of your mom. <laughs> yeah, she, you know, whatever. I, I ended up okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is very true. Um, Justin, thank you for showing up for episode 127 of the Two Bells Podcast. Thank you for having me, man. Anytime, uh, yeah. Um, you can listen to me and Justin, I guess, every week now on the A Show, yeah. our Oof, new wrestling the podcast. Show, baby. Oof, the real A Show, the real A Show, the real A Show, the real A Show. Um, don't say fuck raw. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's bad promotion. This is true. Um, condoms, condoms, condoms. Keep it. I don't know. Whatever. No, Smackdown. Um, <laughs> when you smack it down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you can get us on the A show. Um, Justin, thank you again. No problem, dude. Um, uh, have me back soon, man. I, I love talking to you guys. I love being on the show. Oh, amazing, Carlos. We'll be back next week. I don't know. We just wait. Why are you telling me? I don't know. We'll People listening to the show, we will be back next week. Carlos, we'll be back next week, bro. The fuck is wrong with you? All right, everything will be okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm not worried. Trust me. All right.